what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. U.S. health advisors want you to know your health coverage does not have to be complicated. If you aren't happy with your insurance plan, there are unlimited and comprehensive medical plan options available to you right now. U.S. health advisors offer solutions which can't be found anywhere else. They can even offer you the ability to purchase more coverage if and when you need it. U.S. Health Advisors offers fair rates and no surprises. Sounds nice, doesn't it? If you'd like to know more, contact U.S. Health Advisors at 828-554-3032 or by email at daniel.bryant at ushadvisors.com. to the Street Circle Drive podcast here on The Mesh. I am your co-host, Andrew Moose. With me today is Michael McNally. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing perfect. Uh, Street Circle Drive is your hickory-centric podcast for people who love hickory. First, I want to thank you guys for listening. We couldn't do this podcast without you, and we sincerely do appreciate it. So uh, once you finish this podcast, head over to TheMesh.tv and subscribe to all of our shows so that you'll have them sent directly to your preferred devices. What's new, man? Your preferred devices. Preferred I like devices. It. You like that? Yeah. yeah. On your preferred platform. <laughs> On your preferred device. On your preferred Everything's device. Everything's preferred. What's your preferred device and platform? Platform, I just use uh, Apple Podcasts, yeah. and then devices, the phone, plug it into the car. Right on. Done. Yeah, that's the easiest way. It's the easiest. I, I tend to go to the Mesh.tv website. Oh, do you? I do. Yeah. Nice plug. Hey, thanks. <laughs> they pay the bills. You should they, plug they all you can. <laughs> uh, speaking about paying the bills, um, you know, we definitely are looking for new advertisers here on the Mesh. Uh, it's a great opportunity to reach a targeted audience. It's a super low cost. Uh, for more information, head over to the Mesh.tv backslash advertise. There is a advertise button on that page. Or you can send an email to info at the Mesh.tv for more info. We need some restaurants to step up to the plate. We definitely do. We've been doing this for two years and not a repeat from a restaurant. I can't believe it. I don't know. We, I don't know if we need to talk to them when we go in there. McNally needs we some need, free samples. You know what we need to do is just make our presence known at the beginning. Be like, yes. listen, yes. we're going to close your restaurant down if we don't do this. <laughs> That's okay. Okay. Uh, uh, how fun is this? Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, I'm going to give you the honors to introduce our guest today. Awesome. As the official co-host of there you go. the podcast. All right. Well, today we wanted to have another session where we really just kind of chatted it up about Hickory, things going on. And so with that said, thought about bringing uh, a friend of mine on the podcast and a friend of Hickory's on the podcast. I see what you did there. You like that? Yeah. Miss Allison Holtzman. Allison, thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. So I think the first time we met was several years ago, and I might have been working at the EDC here, and you were... um, in the throes of kind of early programming and work with Friends of Hickory. So that's where, and since then, we've met several times in the addition to just running to each other in town and all those other things that are going on. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got to Hickory, and then a little bit in the, about the Friends of Hickory and, and kind of how that started. And then I think really what we'll do is just kind of kick around conversation about what's going on, what what we'd like to see, what's in the future, and all the great stuff going on in Hickory. Uh, yeah, would love to. Um, gosh, I mean, that's so long ago in a way. I yeah, mean, isn't that crazy? Like, I do remember going in and talking with you. Um, I am, gosh, we, my husband, we have lived here for, what? let's see, 12 years now almost, 11 and a half years. Um, 
But at that time, I think we, when I first met you, maybe we'd been here five or six years. I mean, right. fairly new to Hickory. Um, we are both from Atlanta, um, and we're part of that community. I mean, I grew up as caring about the city. My parents, I was born like around the time that they were protesting the destruction of the Fox Theater downtown. Um, we went to a church downtown, so. I, I did have this ongoing narrative with my family and with my father and actually my grandmother, too, about cities, about, you know, what makes a great city? Really, my they had a connection. My dad always had a love for New York City. He actually lives there now. Um, but his vision for Atlanta was was downtown living, was more residential downtown. And he would look at Piedmont Park and go, I mean, we'd pass it, and we'd go to a symphony in the park growing up young, and it was, I mean, that was a rough place, honestly. It was rough. And he said, "One, it'll be incredible. One day, these could be just prime property sitting around Piedmont Park. And wouldn't it be great if we had a grocery store downtown? And wouldn't it be amazing if these buildings were redone? And so that was just kind of this ongoing narrative with me as a child. Um, so I did have a love for Atlanta, but both Adrian and I, after going to school, going away to school to a smaller city, we were actually in Augusta um, for med school, really saw that we didn't want to live in such a big place. We loved being part of the community when we lived in Augusta. We loved um, having connections with people of different ages instead of just kind of being set in your neighborhood, your age group your school, that's kind of how what happens sometimes in big cities, you're compartmentalized. And we want, we loved in Augusta how you could kind of get to know different people of different ages. So when we were looking to where we were going to live, we could, we really did have options and we wanted to live, we kind of were aiming towards Western North Carolina because we love the mountains, we love the weather, we love the proximity to where we grew up. Um, but we looked at, we ended up at Hickory, looking at Hickory, and the things that attracted us were the lake. Honestly, on our first tour, having a salt block, my kids were really young, like two and one, and I was pregnant at that time. Um, the salt block I thought was incredible. I thought, this size city has, well, one has the water and the proximity. I mean, everyone knows the prox- where Hickory lies is so valuable, but having... I could tell this was an engaged community. I loved that there were people living in the in-town area. You could see that. Like, people were taking care of these homes. They weren't just kind of desolate and everybody lived far out. Like, people lived in town. And um, we just thought from that first visit that this is a city with that has great community and has great potential. So... That's, I don't want to, like, go in this monologue. So I will go in more. brought you here. <laughs> okay. So then fortunate enough for us to get you guys here. Right. Been involved and entrenched in the community, like you said now, for, I wouldn't have guessed, 12 years or so, give or take. I know. Crazy. Um, then I know when we met, talk a little bit about what stirred up the emotion in you and others, because it wasn't just, a you know, your project. But, you know, I was when I think of Friends of Hickory and the stuff that was going on, I think, you know, your face comes to mind first, but I know there are others involved. Totally. So what kind of brought you to that path of, you know, starting this group, a, a grassroots group of concerned, interested, involved citizens? Well, honestly, what struck me when we got here was that I think we were in kind of an economic downturn. I mean, we were here in 2007, so it was before the 
the national recession, but Hickory had already had we, that yeah, pre-recession. We were six years into ours by yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So we got here, there was this sort of like kicked in the gut kind of feel that I got from people, especially people from Hickory. And I felt like people were, you would not believe the response of, why did you move here? Why would you move from Atlanta? And it wasn't like a, wow, this is great. Why did you move here? It was a, why would you move here? And I was like, what is wrong with, you know, this is, this is such a frustrating reaction because I wanted to say, because don't you see how good this is? Like, don't you see what you have? And what I, I, there was a spirit of discouragement. I just felt like there was a lot of discouragement in the community. And what I wanted to show first was you can get something done because people would say, you can't do anything here. And I want to say, yes, you can. You can do get something done. So one, I wanted to get something done to show that you can get something done. And two, we wanted to change the conversation. Like, I really want that response when people move here to people like, oh, that's awesome. Why'd you move here? Oh, great. We're so glad you're here. Rather than why would you move here? So that was the, what made us really want to start something. And it really started by sitting around the table, gathering some friends, kind of having that little thought conversation of, and we had young kids at the time. So we wanted, how can we get make our kids want to come downtown and stay downtown. Mm-hmm. Cause if it's lively downtown, that's the image people are going to have of Hickory, right? People visiting, they want to see your downtown. Is it lively? Are people down there? So we started talking about, let's put a play piece on union square. Let's do something that they can climb on. Cause they can't climb on the cannon. The yeah. <laughs> but um, what can we do down there? And so it literally said, let's, it started, let's do a little park. Okay. Where will we do it? literally gathered just people I knew that were friends. And at the time, I mean, a ton of people kind of came in and wanted to be part of that. And we just talked about, let's get it done. And it became bigger than that. I mean, it became bigger in vision as to why we, I mean, I felt like, gosh, I mean, it's just a little, it's a playground. But the reason for why we want to do it is so much bigger than let's just put a playground downtown, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that's how it started. That's awesome. You might not know this, but in your feel, so you moved in from out of town and wanted to kind of just galvanize, not coming in wanting to change something, but just knowing that, you know, I say this a lot, but any place worth living has things worth fixing. So, you know, you just saw things you wanted to evolve and grow and and adapt to. But when you were getting these folks and, and kind of bringing this collection of people together, were you finding that most of them were from here originally transplants or moving in like you folks did? Or was it a good, like, was there one group that kind of led the other? Like I, I imagine it was a lot of the folks that might've come here either after school or before school or something along those lines. Right. And then, like you said, kind of those folks that maybe were a little, uh, discouraged, not downtrodden, just discouraged of what's happened before yeah. uh, in the region, not thinking anything uh, good's going to happen because it'd been so long. Then they came along afterwards. Was there some sense of one leading the other? Or? It's honestly, I, it, I'm thinking back of like kind of who the original people were and it was a, it was a complete mix, but it needed okay. to be because yeah. the reason we were able to engage Hickory so well were, was because of people who were from here. That had that knew people that had respect of the the city already. You know that we weren't just some random person. Fly by night group. Try, yeah, just trying to say we're going to change everything. But I think having people from 
there were, I think it was a mix. I think there were both because there are people from Hickory that love Hickory. And so I think it, what it did is it stirred some of those people up that already do love, did already did feel proud of their city to say, let's, it's our, I remember Roger Young saying at that first meeting, standing up and saying, thank you to all of you who, he was here when his parents and their group was, were doing things to, to make Hickory great, you know, to bring in the salt block and other things. They were so passionate about it. And he said, now it's our turn, and we want to do something. So I, that, I mean, I think that really st- uh, struck people, and mm. it, it definitely stuck with me. That's awesome. And, I mean, you, you briefly talked on it, but so those early conversations, I'm sure a myriad of things, but this play area downtown mm-hmm. was something that really bubbled to the surface quickly. quickly. Um, and for those uh, listening that might not be aware, so all of those early discussions and plans and thoughts and work mm-hmm. ended up being what's now the Lowe's Foods City Park City Park mm-hmm. in downtown, right off of Union Square, next to uh, whatever the bank is called now, Capital Bank, First uh, National. Caddy Corner from Larry's Music and Sound and, yeah, all, and all that. Yeah, right around there. Yeah. Um, so Great Park opened several years ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of those that has kind of taken on a life of its own, which is yeah. great. You know, now it is an attraction. It's not the, hey, what can kids do while, I mean, people will go downtown to that park and then hopefully do some other things. Stay there, yeah. Um, so congratulations. Great job. That's been a wonderful addition Absolutely. to the city. I know my it's children. Always, it's always bustling. My always. children, even That's as awesome. my children actually yeah. recently said, that, you know, they're getting at mine are 11 and 9. And it's, oh, now it's, you know. They want what's the next iteration for them as they get older, which is a great sign. That means I do wonder what that is. What is it for teenagers? It'll be interesting. I I keep saying we need a a ninja park. Apex, North Carolina has a great one, but you need more space. And it's kind of, we can can (laughs) talk (laughs) offline about some opportunities in that that world. Um, Bridges and whatnot. What were some of the other things that were discussed in in addition to? I mean, I know that wasn't the only thing. I'm sure everybody kind of attached to it quickly because it felt like something that probably could could work yeah. and be done. But what were some other things that... Well, initially, that was what we wanted to do, period. But it had ongoing repercussions. And honestly, we worked hard to... Because a lot did come up. Because we did talk about, you know, whether it's... Because now there have been further... A lot, you know, further discussions. Education was discussed. I mean, a lot of things. But what we... We were very purposeful in saying... Not right now. I cannot. We have to focus on this. We have to do it well. It was purely volunteer, and even in volunteering, easily over forty. I mean, it's a lot of hours. You were putting in work, yeah, and and others were too. Yeah, and so in order to do that one thing well, we really did kind of push aside some things that needed that could not be taken on at that point. Um, So, Mm. gosh, I mean, other ideas. They there. There's plenty out there. I mean, there's a lot, but Mm. um. At that time, we... That was mm-hmm. singular focus in, in many ways, which yes. is great. I mean, you... For a greater We cause. were able to check that box. Yeah. And then that obviously helps initiatives moving forward when people say, okay, it's not just a, a, a thinking... Yeah. Think tank group sort of thing. Then well, and that was... Ideas, that was nothing happens. And that was pre-bond and pre that kind of thing. Right. So there was a goal, although we as a nonprofit could not support that or be behind that, there was an idea on a personal level for many of us of saying, see investment in your city matters, whatever that looks like. Invest in your city, invest in your community, invest outside of your own house and backyard, invest into making the community great. Anyway. 
Right. And I think a lot, a lot of the things that kind of t- tie into that is a, a lot of downtown businesses saw, you know, are seeing a huge influx of business now that of the improvements that are downtown, you know, mm-hmm. granted they had to go through a little pain yeah. for five or six months and, you know, hopefully all the business made through, through that. But now with the investments of in downtown with the streetscapes and, and the park and all this, you see people living and thriving downtown, people are staying downtown and that just that the economic impact of that is people are going to spend money there. Of course. Absolutely. Well, and even some of our local businesses have moved downtown and, you know, I think of uh, the Hickory Academy of martial arts. It was already an established business in town. Um, but they, you know, I'm sure there's other reasons, but Josh moved that business to downtown and kind of followed the, the groundswell. And, and we've talked about this in the past, but, you start having those projects start and there can be a a chicken or the egg. So you start a project or you announce a project knowing that it's going to take some time to get going. But after, you know, the city walk and what we already happened at union square, and we've got these two residential announcements, Mm -hmm. um, we've seen restaurants open and some others. So some that, that, that started before the work took place that, like you said, at least eyeball tests, it looks like, most of them have made it through. They they might have different conversations on how they made it through, sure. but it looks to be most of them are still operational and hopefully now making up for any down swings they might have had during right. construction. But I think now we've got an influx of more things that are going into the downtown area. And along with what Allison said, like there's a lot of things going on all across Hickory, Viewmont. You know, everywhere else along those lines, but the downtown, if you got that downtown area thriving, it's the front door to your it's city. The front door, exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's great to see all that sort of stuff happening. So, in, in the years since, and we talked about this a little bit at lunch, even, um, and like I mentioned, I got 11 and twins that are nine. So, years ago, when this was just a concept, they were young. Now they're starting to get into their, you know, very active phases of their life that sure. can be a little bit of a, a time suck, but in a good way. And I know that you're in the throes of that because you run totally. the whole spectrum of <laughs> high school to elementary school. Yeah. Um, what's what's going on right now with the group? What are some ideas or, or plans or what do you envision moving forward? We still have the, the very same focus and there's been a lot of, gosh, a lot of time sitting and talking about what that right project is because we do really want to do it well. And things that have been discussed, I will tell you, have been um, an artist building where we can have um, artists kind of a place where you kind of create a culture where Hickory and visitors to Hickory can come in and see artists at work in a place where they can be connected to each other because that is so important in a community for, for there to be a kind of a community among artists rather than kind of a separate here, there, whatever. I think artists bring um, beauty to an area. They bring creativity. They bring um, diverse culture. And I think giving them a, a an area, a community, would have been something very cool. What That is something that is in the back of our mind, but we couldn't take on the whole building at the time. It was one of these things that it would have been too much to take on in a fundraising situation. We, we are working um, in partnership with the Velo Club. You've already had that discussion yeah. um, in creating a 13-mile bike loop around the city. And then from that, um, a plan to really connect 
even Conover, we've talked to the county manager about connecting other cities in the county, even coming in and partnering in this, so that we are a city that really values alternate means of transportation. Um, that's kind of going on one of our missions in Friends of Hickory is to um, create, a, have a positive voice in city and county and government affairs and to push. And so that's something that has required constant conversation, constant calls, constant pushing to say, come on, let's let's get behind this. So now the city is hiring a, a cycling um, planner to come in from professionally and plan this for our city so that as we move forward and as we do redo roads, we do them with that in mind. Yeah, so cycling thinking about how do we incorporate that yeah. in the early phases of building and not having to try to retrofit or totally and to do it as it comes. Yeah. And so that's something that we have been, that we have been working on. We've also had discussions with, um, with building owners and some artists, about trying to create mural campaigns, you know, trying to bring, and that went along, that kind of came off of the art discussion. How can we, um, how can we encourage building owners to, and the city to embrace great murals that kind of bring life and something, public art, you know, where people can come and we, and a lot of this is not something, this has actually been something that we wanted to be clear from day one. We don't want to take over what, other groups are doing. If they're there and they're working, let's let's do this together. Like, how can we support? How can we? We've always kind of wanted to be a hub of support for ideas that other people have that we can kind of help spur this along. We kind of did that a little with the bike, the mountain biking trails. There's a little help that we were able to kind of push and help move that along. Um, there's been interest in kind of doing, trying to figure out a way to put in some uh, cross-country trails, possibly even at Clarenger Mill Park. Brought that up to discussion, but it required we'd have to look at the topography. So as of right now, we, there is a time that that we are sitting and we're waiting. We're not. We are still very much engaged in trying to figure out how to make this work. One thing we'd love to do is start meetups again. I think there's a lot of value in bringing people to together discuss to discuss. Um, but truthfully, we we need to pull in additional leaders that can help this because I am personally I am way in the throes of life with four kids in their in their prime. <laughs> um, but gosh, it's it's we're we're ready and we're waiting and we are we are waiting for the right project. I mean, we can continue to have these conversations with the city and conversations with people and connecting people. We are doing that. But before we do another project, it needs to be right and it needs to be able to be done well because we don't want to go into it halfway. Mm -hmm. So that's where we are. Absolutely. That's right. Um, We ask every guest that we have on Street Circle Drive this question, and it's our magic wand question. So if you had a magic wand... That you could wave and make something happen here in Hickory, what would it be? It could be either with your group or just an overall sentiment, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But okay, but yeah. And while you're thinking, I also like to thank uh, Dan <laughs> Bryant for being edit. our sponsor on this podcast. <laughs> uh, Dan is uh, from U.S. Health Advisors. Uh, thank you again to him for uh, his partnership with us. So thank you, Dan. I think I truly think one of the biggest things is changing the conversation because you, I want to create, I would love, and I think there's some of this happening with multiple, what we did, what the bond did, what some people are doing in investment. I would love people to be so proud of this city that the, 
I, I think that's the most catching thing you can do. That that invites investment because if you're if you're excited about where you live, other people are excited about where you live. Like that excitement breeds excitement. So I want people when I go to Charlotte to go, oh, you're from Hickory. I've heard that's so cool. I love. And I cannot tell you how far that goes mm-hmm. in benefiting a city. Like, I don't, I think be be happy and proud of where you live and realize the positive things that exist here. And I, I mean, if you think of, I'm going to tech, I've said this before, like you think of Texas, people that live there are so proud that it's almost annoying, but it breeds this investment in their small towns and in themselves that they just want to be part of making it better. There's certain, I mean, certain schools have that pride, and that pride is really catching. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, it happens I, everywhere. I, would, I mean, Asheville, I, you know, I would say 20 years ago, Asheville had that, and it brings external investment in, which then allows for the more internal. On that note, I wanted, you, you were mentioning the downtowns. That was always a thought, I mean, the downtown area. Mm-hmm. In bringing more people downtown for shopping, this kind of thing. I also have always thought that we need to look to say how how can we bring outsiders into Hickory? Because truthfully, the one mile radius around downtown Hickory cannot support ten restaurants and thirty stores or whatever is down there. We can't do that. We need to be a place that is a destination community and I, that people think why wow, that seems far-fetched but it's so not um being from atlanta i cannot tell you how many people want to get out of town for a weekend and go to a cute walkable pedestrian friendly downtown so i think the bond's going to bring that so we need a hotel <laughs> well <laughs> we and, need and, a- uh, moose has been Allison here for McNally. <laughs> okay. i can jump on a soapbox on and, and not in a, uh, a downtown hotel uh, yeah not in a oh nobody else has done this or you know shame on everybody else for not doing it but mm-hmm. i agree with with that i've said um you know especially as we look to bring on more residential downtown um people are gonna stop tuning in to hear me say this but a grocery store. Well, yeah. We might not be able to get a national chain. So, and I've seen in another community that I worked in, a co-op grocery store worked. Where you've so got, cool. you know, like the investment from people and individuals to be half of your seed money. Then you can get grants and maybe even some government money to come in to help. And then it just becomes its own property. But I've seen when that is brought into downtown then more residential units came. They just didn't think people aren't going to want to live downtown to have to drive out yes. to go do all their normal day-to-day activities. So having things like that in that area would be fabulous. A downtown uh, hotel, you know, I, I don't think it could be boutique. It's not going to be huge. It can, yeah. it can accentuate what we already have for the folks here that are in that industry. So it wouldn't be something totally. that takes away from that. Um, gosh, the, I've got all sorts of Idea. ideas, but like many people do, you know, I, you know, people, I'm not the only one coming up with ideas. And I think, you know, we say this and then it's easy to just, okay, you get back into your, your flow of life and everything going on, which is why group like friends of Hickory is important to really get those people together and kind of galvanize, you know, bring those thoughts in, but galvanize effort and support those folks. desires. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And where you feel like, okay, it's not just some harebrained idea. There's a hundred other people that are willing to pitch in time, talent, and treasure to to see it to fruition. So, I, you know, I, I love hearing those things and seeing what can happen with that along the way. And, and I know that, 
like you said, you're in the throes of life, and but I think a lot of the people are that are most yeah. galvanized right now, and it's not because others aren't. It's just because I want my kids to stay here or and or come back here. Totally. And this is one of those towns that can do it, and we bring in those investments from outside. Um, it's great. And you talk about the um, basically the, the, the pride and community pride being mm-hmm. a, a big deal. And it's interesting because um, – Again, in another community, there was a large uh, healthcare grant went out to ten communities across the country, and out of hundred applications, you had to figure out all right, what are my three or four primary areas we're going to focus on as a community where we are going to focus on, and then have healthcare outcomes down the road. And this was Spartanburg, South Carolina, and one of you know they had some that you would expect that you really automatically tie into healthcare, right? Obesity, whatever that might be. One of theirs, and they were the only one in the country to do it, which I, I would think helped put them and make them stand out, was an effort for community pride. And their whole thing was, if you have pride in your community, mm-hmm. it can lead to healthier lives because um, whether that is any sort of like mental health. Like if you're down on where you live, yeah, then that easily spirals to you're down on your life. Then you're down on everything else that comes along in building that life and so forth. So it really became, all right, how do we build up this sense of pride and how do we measure what that means to the healthcare outcomes of our community? I thought it was just, one, a great way to stand out. It's just measuring something else. And I'd yeah. love to see what their metrics are. And that's something I probably should, should check out and see how that's gone over the last three years or so. But I thought that was so cool and, and that's automatically the the first thing I think of when you say that, not only does it just give a sense of pride in other people, everybody wants to know what, what do you have going on somewhere? I've heard, right. I've heard stuff well, about that. I want to check it out. The unfortunate part is, is the people that speak the loudest are mostly naysayers, you know? And so it's up to us as a community to say, Hey, Hickory's awesome. Like Hickory's a great place to live. Hickory's a great place to raise your kids. Mm-hmm. Great schools, great university, great community college system. Getting ready to have a bunch of new stuff that's going to be awesome, you know, and, right. and it is. And just you know, to Allison's point, like we need to have that pride. Right. And I and and I, you can't put your finger on it. You can't say, oh, well, if we change this, this will happen. Right. If we change this, this, be this for will everybody. happen. If we do these bond projects, the pride will come. I think it's a, a lot of it is people just realizing what we have. People realizing that. It's, you, you think you got it bad here? You don't. You mm-hmm. really don't. Go visit. Yeah, go <laughs> well, see the street somewhere like, else. And you're yeah. saying this, and I don't want anybody. This is not a hickory problem. This is you point name any city that you oh, yeah, that you sure. think is right. awesome in the country. Totally. Yeah. All of them have the same percentage of naysayers for their community, and as an outsider, you think right. that community is oh. awesome. Right. I mean, they all have the naysayers. They totally yeah. now they do. Have a, now they have a megaphone. Yeah. Or the and usually the same already, arguments. Yeah. And a lot of them are already, them. if you get to a certain, <laughs> a certain tipping point, yeah. you're already going to get that extra, like, you know, Charleston. Charleston has just as many internal naysayers. Sure. But they've got enough head you know, steam where they're going to get plenty of investment and plenty of visitors That's and right. plenty of things going on. Well, you've got to start that train down the path to get that to that point. And I think what we have here is similar. We've just got to get people here, more people here. Not believing it. I think they do believe it. I think they just need to know what tools are in the toolbox to say, to tout, and talk That's about. That's great. That brings one thing that we didn't mention that we've actually spent a ton of time on and some money on is um, we feel like there needs to be 
I mean, obviously it's face-to-face. It's, it's, it's being outside. It's doing that. But there's also an online presence that needs to happen. And I think some, something that's very difficult for Hickory is finding what you're looking for. So if you're not from here, it's a very word of mouth. And I think all small cities are until you become, until you kind of develop something new. But I mean, it took me, I think, I actually think I'd been here five years before I heard of Foot Candle. I mean, I even remember my aunt looking at Hickory and going, well, I love independent movies. Do y'all have an independent theater? And I said, no. And she's like, oh, well, like kind of like that was a, that was a, Deal Whatever breaker. deal breaker for her. That's the word. See, um, the and then I found out Foot Candle, and it's an incredible community of independent film lovers. You know, it's incredible. But so what we've talked about and and have started to develop and have the framework for is an on is a website that people can go to to find out a, a really centralized calendar that pulls from, you know, it's a centralized calendar being one of the things to a blog that has these conversations and discussions and being able to do that kind of thing. But when people Google Hickory from the outside, what to do in Hickory this weekend, or, you know, what's going on, they, they come across this that has discussion and liveliness. And you see what this, it, it, it helps people that are new to the city or visiting the city know where to begin, what to, what to start. So that's something we desperately want to do. It requires manpower. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the problem. I actually had a conversation with your husband about this. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, it's his passion. A, a, few yeah. weeks, uh, a couple months ago, actually. And um, that it, it just seems like that when people are all on the same page and heading towards the same direction, and, and, and it's just as simple as know what's going on yeah. and what things are available to you, it, it doesn't create that shadow of a doubt that you have is like, oh, well, there's nothing to do here or this and other thing. Well, yeah, there is. Go check out the Friends of Bigger calendar. Go get, check out the MASH calendar or whatever. You know, and and, and it's, you know, that, that sort of thing, like it almost is, it's, it's almost too easy. You know, yeah. and it's like, oh, well, if we had this, it, it's, it, and I know how hard it is trying to get all these community organizations to come together to dump information It's the coming together. Place. Like, how are we yeah. going to, how do you, how does that If happen? we can get the Arts Council into y'all and mm-hmm. us, everyone's saying, yeah, you know, the um, convention center, sort of, yeah, I mean, all of aggregator us. aggregator for, for Hickory right. websites or organizations. How do we keep it going? Yeah. Right. But that's something we, I mean, I think would be a real help in this community is to have an online spot to go sure to find this absolutely and you know if anybody has any ideas you can shoot them over to the info at the mesh.tv and we can pass them along to the right people and all that yeah. stuff yeah. so you, Al, you talked a little bit as we kind of wind down here what what would be next steps for the group like you talked about we've got there is a committed group of folks that are interested and invested and involved we want to add some more programming you know what's the next idea iteration how do people kind of how do we build up that that bullpen of leaders within the Friends of Hickory. How can people get involved? Is there a website, email, phone? Because there's not, we're not actively doing anything. It's hard. I mean, it's hard right now to say, Hey, come get involved. I think something that we need to do soon and I would like to do, but honestly would need some co-support in this. Absolutely is to get these meetups going because I think, one, it it just gives us a face-to-face engagement. Um, And we would like someone that wants to help and maybe financially invest in trying to make this website happen. I think there'd have to be, or 
partnership or has that kind of framework, I think if we could get those two things really going, that could spur incredible, tangible projects. So the meetups, I'd love to do something where, whether it's quarterly or monthly, even eventually, you can come together and talk about a certain subject and mm-hmm. m- mingle together and grant ideas because I feel like those really brought some excitement to our community about, ah, oh, this could happen. I mean, maybe it'll push that person who's thinking of starting this really cool, I don't know, fun, casual restaurant that appeal to artists and college kids and families or whatever. So I mean, it's going to go for it. You know, how yeah. can we get them doing that or some Give that nice gentle nudge in a, a yeah, risk even on a private investment thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So I thought that's something I'd really like to do. So, I mean, be patient, keep your eyes open and I'd love to get, we will need you. And if someone has a real desire to just say, I want to just help take this on and partner with you. Come on. I like, I need, I, that would be awesome. That's I would awesome. need that. Yeah. We'd welcome that. Allison, thank you so much. For yes, thank on. you. We appreciate it very yeah, much. And this, was, this was a great conversation. Thank you for being a champion for Hickory, too. For sure. It's awesome. So thank you yeah. all for what you're um, doing. And we're, we're going to move along to some, to some events to, see what, to tell people what is going on in the next couple of weeks here in Hickory. Drop um, some knowledge moves. Just, I'll, I'll just drop a few knowledges on, on you guys. Um, the, this, knowledges? This podcast, knowledges, you like that? Yeah. I just made that up. That's, I just wanted to call you out. All right, right on. This is what we're talking about, Allison, about me having full, com, absolutely 100% <laughs> command of the English language. Yeah. All right, right. So um, this weekend coming up, uh, Friday, November 22nd, is the downtown Christmas parade and tree lighting. Um, I'm judging. What? I am one of the judges for if the... You want, if you want to send bribes... Which <laughs> I, I, am fully, I am fully accommodated <laughs> what's to your all Venmo, bribes. What's your, what's your Venmo handle? <laughs> <laughs> if, I'll tell you what. We can talk. Find yeah. me at the top of the parking yeah, deck it, during the parade. We can, yeah, there you go. You can there just go. back off the steel. <laughs> uh, also going on this weekend, TEDx Hickory is happening at Little Ryan. Um, also... Um, we got to we got to talk about them. I, I know you're going. to so go for it. I'll wait for it. It's the LR Bears, man. Yeah. It's the first round of the NCAA playoff game. We're hosting Miles College, two o'clock between the bricks. You going? Yep. Number two seed in the southeast. How do super they? Regional. Super regional. Super yeah, regional. Okay, so, so there's, there's four, four, four. eighteen yeah. super regionals. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Bears, consecutive undefeated seasons. Correct. And we are, uh, it looks like we're, I mean, knock on, knock on wood, if we do well, we're meeting Valdosta out there. Again. Again. So Just like last buckle year. Buckle up, folks. It's going to be a Revenge good one. Revenge year. Yeah. Come, come be, be real supportive of the university. It is your community university, after all. Hickory's so. team. That's right. Two o'clock kickoff. Two o'clock kick, yeah. So uh, And the women bears. Yep. The soccer the, team yeah, are in the, the soccer, playoffs yeah, as well. Yeah, soccer team's playing at 6 o'clock They're a high seed as well. Yeah, real high seed. So. Crushing it. Yeah, they are. Uh, so go, go support your LR Bears out there. Um on uh, November November thirtieth, Saturday is the Shop Small Saturday event. Uh, you can go check out all your local shops and all that good stuff. Um, most most downtown shops in Hickory will have some sort of deal going on. I think there's a twenty percent coupon going on. Go check out uh, downtown Hickory's or HDDA's website and Facebook page. It's got a lot of information there for you. Yeah. Stay uh, home Friday. You don't have to go out there and run over people and get in the next news clip on YouTube <laughs> by stampeding into that's Walmart right. to get if two dollars off a doll. That's right. Hey, kid. listen, if you are listen, gonna- go Saturday, park your car and walk around Union go. Square. Well, Make it you, happen. If you do, or happen, if you do happen to go to Black Friday. 
and you and you run into some great footage, make sure you take it in landscape mode so everybody can see it. You know, don't, don't hold it in portrait mode. You know, just 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 looking out for y'all trying to get on worldstar.com. Okay. Um, so uh, moving right along, Music in the Mills coming up December 6th, Mandolin Orange. If you got tickets to that, way to go because I think it is sold out. Um, shameless okay. shameless plug here. Moose and Friends Thanksgiving benefit at the Old Hickory Tap Room uh, is happening Thanksgiving night eight o'clock. It's a food food drive for the Hickory Soup Kitchen, so we're looking forward to that. You've been doing that's that for a, a while now. It's, yeah, we're, we've been do, well. We've been doing that night for about ten years now. But and, for a soup kitchen, but for the soup kitchen this is our second straight year. And I've talked to Austin, and he said the real need. And even if you're not going to come to that benefit show, which is really unfortunate, but if if you want to give the soup kitchen, their immediate needs right now are canned vegetables and fruit. So mm-hmm. if you're listening to this and want to go donate, donate to those guys, please do. and uh, Make it happen. Make it happen. McNally, we Yo. had a great lunch today. We did. Yeah, it was fantastic. It's another, a spot we hadn't been to. Hadn't, another Hickory downtown staple that we haven't been to. That's right. I've been here before. It's the And I'm going to get the name wrong. I did take a picture. It's the of Hickory, the Cafe, Hickory Arcade and Cafe. Okay, okay. I just call it the arcade. And so do I. And so everybody Most knows where do. that is. Right. But I've been there for breakfast plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Good old greasy spoon breakfast. Yeah. Omelets, sandwiches, all that stuff. Sure. So we went today for lunch, first lunch voyage. Um, and so a lot of stuff that you would expect from your downtown staple greasy spoon sort of place, pulling up the menu while I speak. So they had lunch plates of hamburger steak. Two different sizes, 6-ounce or 12-ounce. I didn't go for that, but if I did, you know which size <laughs> I would go for. Nuh-uh. Chopped barbecue trays and plates, flounder, uh, chicken tenders, uh, then all the sandwiches you could think of, burgers, uh, cheese steaks, pimento cheese, grilled chicken, BLTs, hot dogs down, down the line. Your typical sides, fries, onion rings, okra, corn nuggets, fried pickles, and then just for everybody that's interested or curious, they have salads to make everyone feel better. Um, we did not partake in the salad portion <laughs> of the menu. We saved that for everyone else. Um, I, to the surprise of no one, pulled double duty. You're doing and it for the fans, though. I don't do it for my. I definitely don't do it for my doctor, my future, <laughs> your children, or my yeah, anybody else. <laughs> but for me, in that one gluttonous moment. So I going to school, we had a place in Greenville called Cubby's, and nothing still beats it, but we would always go there and get the the Philly or the cheesesteak mm-hmm. and the cheeseburgers. That's what they're known, you know, just a flat, basic, Carolina style, and cheesesteaks that still, other than maybe Philly, I've not found anything like it. So I went, I'll try it, kind of kick it old school. I went with the Philly cheesesteak. And the double cheeseburger. Right. Of course she did. And as Allison sits over there and chuckles. <laughs> um, <laughs> she came over. Allison, she Allison. arrived late. She saw the plate there. She just didn't hear the order. Let's just, let's just preface this conversation. Allison came and ate lunch with us. She, she saw your, your order and was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to get a diet soda. Thank you very much. He's eating enough like, for, 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 all for all my whole family. <laughs> But she might have thought that that came. It's like, oh, that must be the special. It's two items. I didn't get fries. I was trying to watch my figure. Thank you very much. So I, I thought you would like to be quite honest. See? I, thank you. It can always be worse. It is. It can always be worse. Um, so I really enjoyed it. The the Philly cheesesteak. The cheese, I would have liked if it was melted all the way through. The, the meat and the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. peppers and mushrooms. It was mostly yeah. on top. Yeah, sure. But it was excellent, so it had, you know, 
peppers, onions, mushrooms, meat and cheese, soft hoagie bun, which is a must. I've had some with crunchy. No, ain't okay. worth it. Double cheeseburger, which was I was expecting the real thin, like they mashed the patty into sure. the hurt. like on the, they, on, the on the spot. These were a little thicker than I was anticipating. I mean, this is a legit double Wait, cheeseburger. You, half, you took in a half pound burger today. It doesn't say. It does not give it, it, any measurement pounders? of bouncy. Was that two so quarter I, I don't know. It was a double, and it was not a lot. It was pre-weight. It was pre-cooked. It was pre-cooked weight. Right. All the grease is gone. At least lost an ounce or two. Um, and I got mine with, you know, roughly Carolina style, like chili, coleslaw, mustard. Didn't do the onions, and that was a legit double cheeseburger. Yeah. Future. Better behave, Michael McNally would just get that. Sure, sure. They were both excellent, and McNally, their water was. Let's just be honest. Like sufficient. you only go out. Like, you only eat, you only go out and really show out here for the podcast. You do it. For the I do it for the people. I know you do. It's not for me. I know you do. I had. Um, I had. I will. I was looking through the menu, and there's a lot of things that were just like really tickling my fancy. I was like, this is this is great because just like you, this is my main voyage for lunch. I've eaten I've eaten there for breakfast a bunch, um, but never had the opportunity to go for lunch today. However, I had the chicken Philly and fried okra. Both were fantastic. Now I'm going to kind of do a little pushback here. I like the crunchy. I like a crunchy bun on, on Philly cheesesteak, and I don't mind the cheese melted on top. So it was it was fine. Fried okra, great. You can't really mess up fried okra, but it was really good. Um, if you know, if you had to give it a score on just the food, McNally. Oh, okay. Just the food, because honestly, let me back up. I like the ambiance of the place. Yeah, you, you gotta have places like that. Let me tell you like what that. I really like: the temperature of the place. Okay. It's not hot in there because most places you go into this time of year, it's hot. You know, it's a, it's it's temperature hot. This place was like sixty degrees. It was perfect. I don't know if the heat was broke, but this this guy liked it. Wow, I know you're taking your judging to another level here. Thank I don't you. even I appreciate that. I, like you, like you said, I do it for the people. I digress. Food only, I'd give it probably an eight, eight and a half. I mean, it's it, yeah, nothing wrong with that. It's not fine dining, but yeah, for sure. I'll tell you, and not just that. The food is great. The prices were awesome. Yeah, there it is. Would you would you give for your double entree meal today? Uh, twelve bucks. See there, perfect. But it was enough to feed two people. Yeah, well, there you go. Or one me. Gotcha. Um, I give it on the Andrew Moose scale okay. a solid six point six out of seven. I th- it's just a little higher than than most, just because I I like the location of it. I think it's uh, great. Ninety four. I know, it's high. It's high. Uh, Hickory Staple, uh, it, it, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Um, right across from the Carolina we'll, we'll Theater. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, right across the street from the Carolina, down the street from Crescent Moon, down the our, independ- our local independent theater. <laughs> there it is. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, Allison, how was your diet cooked today? Yeah. Oh, it was great. And they were on it with the refills. <laughs> yeah, they were. They tried to look, give you yeah. more than you They were right. It was, the was I fantastic. have to say, is. Terrible as styrofoam is, I love the Diet Coke in a styrofoam cup. There it is. It's uh, the best thing. Yeah, Perfect. same. It's good stuff. Yeah. However, I, the only the only drawback of the whole place was, in order for me to go to the restroom, I had to get a key from uh, <laughs> from the register, and it was attached to a. It was like a nineteen eighty three foot hall. long freaking ladle. It felt like I was this was my hall pass <laughs> in yep. elementary school, but you know it was it was funny. I think McNally got a little chuckle out of it, but. Well, that's what you get when you can't hold your bladder for 30 minutes. I know. Hey, what can you do? Whatever. So, anyway, well, that wraps it up. That was awesome. What do you think? Allison, you're going to come back for it again? Maybe. Sure. 
sure. If that's not a vote of confidence, I don't know what is, folks. I don't know. Did we cover everything? Y'all are good. Y'all are good. Well, great. Well, we appreciate everyone listening. This has been another great episode of Street Circle Drive here on The Mesh. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Again, if you want to think about advertising with us, we would love to have a conversation with you. Michael, thanks, man. Appreciate it a lot. Thank you, Moose. My co-host. Yes, my co-host, I guess. (laughs) That's right. Again, till next time. Love where you live. been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.